Welcome to A Year on Tour with Wittinghus. Here's your host, Hans-Christian Wittinghus. Hello guys and girls and welcome back to another episode of A Year on Tour with Wittinghus. First up, a big and warm welcome to my newest patron, Alec, and a big welcome back to Vicky as well. We are now at 47 patrons, so only three more supporters needed to start off the exclusive Patreon monthly live Q&A. I'm setting this up at 50 patrons, so hopefully we can get this going before the end of this year. I would love to do Q&As with all of you next month. Anyway, thanks again for the amazing support. Everyone, it really does mean so much to me. It's a big help to cover some of my podcast and travel expenses and also keeps my motivation for this podcast sky high. This podcast honestly wouldn't be here without you guys. Today's episode will offer an update on my injury situation, my plan for the rest of the year, and I'll answer what my most memorable match ever is. So let's just get into that. Enjoy. So in regard to my Injury that I sustained during the league match I played last week. I told you guys about it in my latest episode. I pulled a muscle in my right calf. Unfortunately, it's not completely gone yet. It's still troubling me just a little bit. Training today was actually much, much better and I could do a lot more. But it means I had to pull out of the Irish Open, which started today. I was supposed to fly to Dublin today play my first match tomorrow and since I haven't been able to do any training on court apart from very light technical stuff ever since Monday last week it didn't really make sense to to go to Ireland and hope I could play matches as soon as tomorrow even though I am feeling better in the leg it's still not 100% gone so yeah unfortunately had to stay home and with that my 2022 year is uh, over in terms of international tournaments there will be no tournaments left for me this year which is quite unfortunate as i've been uh, telling you guys before my ranking will drop quite significantly uh, when we come to january and the the normal ranking is back when the frozen ranking is is not working anymore and i'm in uh, yes yeah, so i'm in need of, of ranking points and irish open uh, offered that opportunity i was uh, the top seed and even though it's a strong very strong uh, international challenge event i had to play a very good chinese taipei player in the first round it was a good chance to get some points but uh, yeah that chance is, uh, is gone so no tournaments left for me to focus on i just uh, have to cross my fingers and hope that i will be able to still enter the tournaments that comes in january And with that, we can focus a bit on what is the plan then for me for the rest of the year, since I don't have any tournaments left. My main focus is to be as ready as possible for next year to prepare for that year. There will be a Malaysia Open Super 1000 in January, followed by India Open Super 750, and then Indonesia Open super 500 event so a super 1000 super 750 and super 500 three weeks in a row hopefully now actually i'll play all three of them usually i would only go for two there is a chance now i will play all three of them because i i need the points and i need to exploit the opportunity if i can get in to actually uh, try and perform at the highest level so i can get again more rankings point ranking points to qualify for 
the All England in March, which I would really like to play one final time before I retire. It's also important in terms of points for qualification to the World Championships next year in Copenhagen. So I think I will have to play all three if I can. Um, but yeah, we will know at the end of November, at the end of November, there will be this M and Q list that shows who are in the main row, who are not. Uh, so we will see in the end of November if I'm in the main draw for Malaysia Open Super 1000, then I will most likely also be in for the other two events. And then I think I will go for all three. I still need to discuss it a little bit more with uh, with my coach if I will play only two or three. But as it is right now, I think I might actually play all three. So that's the main focus for the rest of the year to prepare for those uh, three tournaments. But apart from that, I also still have a single league match left in Denmark actually on Sunday so I'm fighting hard right now to try and get fully fit for that one in terms of uh, in regard to my uh, my calf injury I also hopefully have a couple of matches in the Swedish league for my club Trollhättan I haven't played for them yet this season but hopefully we can manage to get me up there for a couple of matches before new year and then I will go one weekend to the Czech Republic to play my uh, for my club there, Slatina Brino. And that will be the 10th and 11th of December. So there are still some league matches for me to look forward to. So I will still play a bit of competitive badminton. But overall, the main focus will be on my training and especially getting like back in shape. That is going to be the main focus for training. Ever since Denmark Open, I've been dealing with different issues. I had trouble with my knee, now with my calf. So ever since Denmark Open, it's pretty much been a focus on just trying to get ready for the next match. There has not been a lot of training, definitely not a lot of physical training either. So I really need to get back in shape, do a lot of weights and, and cardio training to get in as good shape as possible for the tournaments in January. So that will be like the main thing in training, especially for the next three, four weeks or so. On court, my main focus will probably be on just on the front of the court. It's an area that I've been working on for my entire career, basically. It's not my the strongest part of my game, but I definitely feel like I've developed that part of my game over the over the years, but I need to maintain it all the time to, to keep it sharp. So that will be where my main focus lies. And also, I will try to uh, work a little bit on my consistency, try to keep my uh, my proneness to making errors a little bit down so that will be the main two main things for me on court to cap off this episode which will be a little bit shorter today sorry about that i will just answer one listener question from one of my patrons vivano neget who is asking about the most memorable matches i've ever had and of course over a long career there are quite a few but i would say in general one tournament that really stands out from the rest is of course the thomas cup finals in 2016 when we won it with denmark that is for sure the one that's most clear in my memory and every time i get asked a question like this i i automatically think of this tournament not necessarily only the final i actually think all three matches i played in the playoff stage, so after the group stage, the quarterfinal, the semifinal, and the final, all these three matches are some of the most memorable matches uh, in my career, no doubt. In all three matches, I was playing to keep 
Denmark in the tournament in the quarterfinal against Japan it was 2 all so if I lost we would be out against Malaysia in the semi-final we were down 2-0 I played second man singles so if I lost that one we would be out and in the final again of course the score was 2-2 in the tie so I was playing third man singles and the winner would take the title and the loser would, would get the silver medal so all three matches were yeah, do or die matches simply just yeah, playing for the life if you could say it like that uh, for yeah, the life of Denmark in, in the tournament and Thomas Cup has always been like one of my main dreams of, of winning so being able to deliver on that stage not just once but three matches in a row was just unbelievable for me and I think even more than I could have dreamt of uh, I've always dreamt of winning the deciding match but doing it three three times in a row uh, or at least winning three matches in a row where we would have been out if I lost that was just uh, yeah, more than a dream come true actually so one thing is I'm really really proud about how I handled that week but it's also just memorable wins because it's also a very big event in Danish badminton history we had eight silver medals, zero golds before that. So there was this kind of curse over Denmark in the finals. And yeah, we finally managed to break that curse. And we kind of felt like on that team that this win wasn't just for us, but it was for the entire Danish badminton community, for all the teams in the past that had made the final but lost. And we could also see that from all the feedback we got from past players and coaches and yeah, everyone in the Danish badminton community. This win was so significant for, for Danish badminton history. So to be part of that was just unbelievable and something that I will cherish for the rest of my life. Also, the atmosphere in China where we played was unbelievable. In the quarterfinal, there wasn't a lot of focus on us. We were playing on one of the like uh, courts on the uh, outside, not outside of the hall, but not one of the middle courts, but court four I think but the atmosphere was actually amazing for that one as well because the Danish uh, Uber Cup team was playing at the same time and when they finished a the match they uh, turned their attention to our match so both the Thomas Cup team and the Uber Cup team was cheering us on and it was just uh, amazing to be in that situation with two all against the defending champions and, and we won it and actually the Chinese crowd also started getting into it because they were losing their own match the Thomas Cup quarterfinal between China and South Korea so they started actually giving us more attention because we were playing this really exciting do or die match uh, in the uh, third men's singles in the semi-final and the final the atmosphere was just unbelievable because the Chinese crowd was really behind us all the time for some reason they uh, they decided to to support Denmark so it was almost like playing at home they were on our side all the time and I think the guys on our team who were not playing on court who were, who were cheering in the background did a great job actually trying to get the crowd going as well and get them on our side so everything from that tournament was just amazing and perfect and yeah i don't even know which words to, to put on it but those three matches the quarterfinal semi-final final will always be some of the most memorable for me no question about that right guys and girls that will be it for today I hope you enjoyed this episode and if you did feel free to drop me a comment or please share it with someone you think would enjoy it too. That's how we grow this podcast. Thanks so much for listening everyone. I'll be back next week. Bye. Thank you for listening to A Year on Tour with Vittinghus.
If you enjoyed the show, please rate, share, and leave a comment in iTunes or your preferred podcast app.